if you've built a digital agency and you're hiring really good people and you want really good people to do really good work, why would you hold them to a 50 point checklist for every single thing? This is Time for Marketing, the marketing podcast that will tell you everything you've missed when you didn't attend the marketing conference. Hello and welcome to the Time for Marketing podcast, the podcast that brings you the best marketing conference speakers and allows them five minutes to sum up their conference presentation. My name is Peter and as always, I'm your outside uh, CMO that you can find at uh, seos.si and we'll have a great podcast if you're not subscribed yet and if you haven't checked so if you're not subscribed go and subscribe and if you haven't checked the history this is episode number 48 so there are 47 excellent conference speakers from all around the world from all of the different conferences in the archive that is freely available to everyone so go and check that out today with me i have chris simmons chris hi and welcome to the podcast hello 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 how are you doing and how is life um where are you up there London. The left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, life is good i'm doing good uh i am a bit more nervous now than i was a minute ago when i realized that i'm following 47 other really good people i had to scan through the youtube channel earlier and realized oh i know a lot of these faces <laughs> they're very 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 knowledgeable very smart people I was very glad for this podcast, or I am very glad for this podcast to get all, really all of the best marketing co conferences, speakers. Uh, you know, sometimes even I'm a bit surprised that people are willing to come to the conference and to the podcast. And I'm very glad that you are also one of them here. Um, you. Chris, you're the founder of OMG Center. What is the OMG Center? So the OMG Center is a place where digital agency leaders can come uh, learn from each other. Uh, and when they're ready, um, they can ha have support, coaching, mentorship, uh, st strategy building um, to essentially give them uh, more free time, more money and a lot less stress, hopefully. Mm. I like that. More money and more free time. Um, th this is uh, the OMG Center is also a Slack channel where people can come and share their yep. questions and everything else. How do people get their way in there? <laughs> ah, so they have to follow a series of clues, each more complicated than the last. <laughs> um, no, so um, the, if you go to omg.center um, forward slash join. Uh, so if you're an agency leader. Um, omg.center forward slash join um, you're more than welcome to come it's free it will always be free and we'll put that into the show notes or in the uh, descriptions uh, so that people come join the it's one of the communities uh, as far as far as I see on slack is one of the communities where stuff is really happening so I'm really encouraging people to go and check that out Chris how did you get into being agency coach as you call yourself I've, I've checked to linkedin and i saw that you started off as a ski resort rap so yeah. how did that happen number one uh how was the partying on the ski resorts is that um, as big I'm, as everywhere 
there's 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 no no better party than on a mountain um right. uh, yeah so i started a long long time ago working in ski resorts uh, initially in chalets cooking and cleaning uh, and then went through to helping the people who'd actually booked on the holidays and then guided mm. them on the mountain on my snowboard which was the best experience ever I came back to the UK uh, and had zero qualifications and no hope. Uh, so, so I learned <laughs> exactly. So I did what most people do and sort of accidentally find out what SEO is, um, built a career around it, built a, a digital marketing agency and then a web development agency. Um, and I actually realized I'm pretty good at helping other people and it is sort of part of my DNA. I really do enjoy that kind of seeing the success of other other people um, thing. Um, so the OMG Center was like a natural progression. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's been uh, a whirlwind um, that, as you said, the community things are really happening, lots of people talking. Um, it's, it's an incredible feeling to see all these people sharing their knowledge and helping each other out. You know, everyone's got the same kind of problems they've just got them at different times so why not help each other yeah yeah what's the one number one problem that agency founders come to you with it's uh, we have way too much work and we are not profitable or uh, so there is uh, it's hard there isn't a number one however mm. the majority of the problems uh, uh, can be distilled down into um, not having the initial correct foundations so most digital agencies start because you're an expert at something um, mm. you're um, really good at SEO so you start an SEO agency but you don't run a business uh, you're just a really good uh, consultant with friends uh, and eventually you realize it needs to turn into a business and that's when lots of other things need to be addressed so mm. um, vision values focus uh, strategy long-term thinking leadership skills things like that See, this is why I don't want to start an agency. I just want to do uh, consulting. I want to help people directly with their, their with their companies and with their problems. And, you know, because starting an agency brings so many other problems and things that you have to do and not do the things that you like, right? It, it does, absolutely. And again, that's where the community comes in because, you know, for yourself, you're in the community and you can see things that people are having trouble with or see things people are doing well. And you can learn from it for, for when you get to a point where you go, I want to be an agency owner or maybe not because you see some other stuff <laughs> <laughs> um chris i invited you to the podcast because you were a keynote speaker at the digital marketing conference age of and we'll start that again um chris i invited you to the podcast because you were a keynote speaker at the digital marketing conference europe tell me something about the conference how was the how was being there and how was how were the lectures there um, the, the lectures were really good. The, the other speakers were fantastic. For the for the most part, the ones I did get to see were fantastic. It was um, an online only conference. I think they were doing um, in person pre COVID, and mm. I think it's just naturally become uh, much bigger for them uh, online. Um, the the talk that I gave was around critical thinking in digital agencies and essentially how it can unlock superpowers in your in your agency team. Um, I love giving that talk because um, it's one of the most like it's it's almost like it's one of the quickest wins you can have with a team. Um, it's still a lot of effort, but it's a big mm -hmm. it's a quick win to build trust and to build um, the right skills that everything else kind of falls off of afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So let's not beat the butt around the bush, uh, Chris. <laughs> here are your five minutes. 
Right. Okay. My God, I've got five minutes to talk all about the thing that I talked for 45 minutes about. Okay. So uh, critical thinking is one of the few things that people don't do very well. Um, we're kind of built for it innately in our heads, but there's an awful lot of things that, that prevent that from happening in the real world. Some of it, it starts with you know education systems and things like that, because you're taught to remember how to do things, not how to think about how to do things. Um, you know, you're taught your times tables in maths, but you're not taught how maths works, for example. Um, critical thinking is something which um, is also a problem when you have lots of processes. So in digital agencies in particular, you know, you have a process for a process for a process for a process. Quite often, if you're uh, most agencies, they're either on a Google Doc or they're in an Excel sheet or they're something really unwieldy in Asana or Trello or ClickUp or whatever. And half the time, most people don't look at them because they kind of know what to do. Half the time, the other half the time, people, when they do look at them, they they kind of skip things or do them in different different ways. Um, that Those processes are often built in order to create some kind of consistency. Um, but the problem is the process is built so that people don't have to do too much thinking so you can have consistency. Well, if you've bought, if you've built, sorry, a digital agency and you're hiring really good people and you want really good people to do really good work, why would you um, hold them to a 50 point checklist for every single thing? You hire them to do the thinking. Now, this thinking bit is the hard bit for, for quite a lot of agency leaders because no one can do it as good as me. No one is as smart as me. I'm the best at this job. Um, so once you can kind of let go and realize that 80% is good enough or 80, my 80% is good enough, uh, that, that usually means you can, you can kind of, um, uh, you, 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 can, you, can, you can let someone be a bit creative. You can let something come out a little bit differently to how you would do it but it isn't going to cause problems for the client. It's not going to cause mm. problems for the business. So critical thinking allows you to follow a much more broad process, which suggests internally, this is what good looks like. And the final outcome of the project should look roughly like this. But the critical thinking aspect allows people to think before, think during and think after the process that they're delivering it kind of allows people to be a bit more creative without getting hit around the back of the head with a keyboard later on for making a massive mistake. Now, with the with with critical thinking as well, you can essentially pre-plan for problems. Um, so asking who, what, where, when, why style questions in your head allows you to know um, is there going to be a blocker in this project? So a blocker isn't necessarily a person. It could be time. Could, is, is this project going to be blocked because of a public holiday or because of uh, someone going away? Um, it, what are the best and worst case scenarios allow you to plan or pre-plan communication for when you see leading measures of success not being met? So if you can pre-communicate to a client and you can tell the client, um, this isn't looking like it's going in the right direction. It's way better than telling the client, oh, it didn't work. Um, it's not going in the right direction. So we're, we've got these other things pre-planned mm. as contingencies, way better than it didn't work. Sorry, but thanks for all the money. Um, so you keep your clients happy. You keep your clients for longer. The team feel trusted. It builds confidence in people. It allows 
Um, it's like, like I said, it's like a superpower. Um, critical thinking as well is one of the key points in like negotiation skills. So if you can think, pre-think of um, objections that people might have or um, ways to challenge uh, an argument better, you're more likely to have the better kind of um, argument or challenge or conflict with someone where everyone gets what they need out of it. I'm not talking about meet in the middle. I'm not talking about you win or they win. It's kind of like critical thinking allows for like a no lose, everyone gains situation. And uh, and that was what the talk's all about, essentially, um, condensed into a few minutes. <laughs> Excellent. Um, you know, I'm a big proponent of critical thinking. I've been and I still am like for the most probably 15 years, um, a part of the debating community in Slovenia, debate, the, the, the competitive debating where we Big teach. Thing. Yeah. 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 You know, and teaching critical thinking and all the other skills, uh, public speaking with that is a big thing in there. Um, but it seemed that, and you know, I've even, we even had a debate club in my uh, recent agency where I was the head of SEO. So, you know, we met and we've tried to get people to think critically to, you know, in the debates. I love that. But on the other side, you know, we, because we felt we're not profitable enough, we started to create lists of all of the tasks that have to be done and wanted to have workflows and wanted to have timesheets fill out and all of that. So, mm. you know, we it seems that we tried both of them. How do we avoid that, you know? Yeah. And um, so this is where the foundations kind of come in that often end up being part of the longer term problem. Um, so you should always have things like timesheets or at the very least estimates of time for tasks. Mm because that allows you to manage internally whether or not someone's got too much work on or they can take more work on or anything like that. You shouldn't be reporting time to clients though. Absolutely not, because otherwise you get into all sorts of questions and conversations where you've spent five minutes solving a problem that gives them a million euros worth of value, but they still ask for the six hours and 55 minutes that they've paid for. Um, the, um, the, the, the right levels of strategy and the big vision and the focus for the business allow the team to kind of understand where they're going. The, mm. the way that I typically work with agencies, we would do an entire day where half the day would be around critical thinking, um, importance and urgency training, um, and the, the principles of debating, so around challenging people properly without causing arguments. And then the other half of the day would be around how to build a... I call them recipes rather than processes. So a recipe would be no more than five points. A recipe would have the core, five core things that would be done in order to get the job done. And inside that recipe, you would have uh, links to guidance, links to videos, links to templates, anything that would help that person get the job done. So you've got something then that has like an estimated amount of time to deliver it. So let's say a technical audit, um, 10 hours, uh, but you have mm. five points, which is get the access, do the crawl, analyze the data, put the report together, deliver the report for argument's sake. Right. Um, it's a lot more complica complicated than that. You know that. But inside analyze the data, you've got example templates of things. You've got um, a big, long list of potential technical SEO elements that you might need to, uh, to review. And that allows that person to not have to look at, does this site have AMP or um, is there HRF Lang issues? Because that's in a, t in a 
in a checklist because mm. they know it's not an international site and they know it doesn't have a news feature. So they don't need to look at those because they're not in the checklist. It's kind of the recipe. And just like with a, a recipe for a cake, if I gave you the basic recipe for a cake, you and I would both create cakes, but they would be slightly different. Yours might taste nicer. You might have chocolate on it. You, I might have berries on it, but we've both made a cake. Now, if someone said, give me a cake, and we gave two cakes that were slightly different, no one's going to complain. They're We're both right. They're both right. Mm. So you allow for the creativity. You prevent risk of someone providing um, a banana instead of a cake. You present. You prevent the, the 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 risk of kind of bottlenecks and dropout and issues and things like that. Way 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 easier to do it that way than it is. Um, to have like a long checklist and then tell everyone to think critically because you're not you can't do it. <laughs> it's, it <doesn't> work. <laughs> um, excellent, um, Chris. We are at the 15 minute mark, and this is where we want to finish the podcast. Do you have future conference plans, or where can people see you talk? Um, so the OMG Center is looking at doing uh, our own events uh, in the autumn or winter this year. So keep an eye out for that. Best place to look is in the community. Um, I am speaking at, I don't even know how many different um, events in the next few months. Um, this next week, or week after next, we are at SEO on the Beach in La Manga. Uh, and our operations and events director, Vicky, is talking about... Uh, essentially operations and events because why not um but how to get the most out of um uh, the right kind of operations and things to look for and things things that could be a risk uh we're we're basically everywhere all the time so mm. i will probably be at a bunch of other events don't know which ones yet <laughs> <laughs> great so just go to conference to good conferences and chris or someone from the omg center will be there well, uh, people... if you come to me and say hello yeah. Uh, if people want to talk to you online, what is the best way to find you? It depends. SEO answer. Um, so uh, on Twitter, it's at Chris Simance. Um, on LinkedIn, just search for it, mate. It's easy. Um, and if you really want to, omg.center is the website. Yeah. All right. Chris, thank you very much for being on the podcast and see you somewhere on the conferences. Thank you very much for having me, Peter. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Time for Marketing podcast. Please go and check out other episodes from the podcast archive or give this podcast a review, maybe even subscribe to it. If you were at a marketing conference and saw a great presentation, please let me know. You can contact me with guest ideas or other questions at info at timeformarketing.com and if you need any help with your SEO you can find me at seos.si or just find me at LinkedIn. Have a great day!